Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? They believe that they can they can destroy this bond that exists between you and Trump if they somehow make Trump look bad, make Trump look like a reprobate, embarrass you about Trump. They can't do it because you came before Trump desperately want Trump gone, and I I know that they desperately want it codified, that Trump cannot run again, because make no mistake, they remain scared to death of you, and they remain scared to death of Trump. Uh, Trump, 75 million, 80 million votes, and I'm going to tell you, you're not going anywhere. Even if Trump does, you're not which I think remains one of our big campaign strengths going forward. They can't separate you from Trump. And more importantly, they can't separate you from the ideas. They can't separate you from MAGA. They can't separate you from Make America Great Again. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome to hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Buzzing along on this Monday. Delighted to be with you. Welcome back. There should be areas that are off limits. Even in times when America has gone crazy. And that's what I am saying to you today. I really think that we've lost some of that edge because we've allowed people who are crazy to get away with the crazy for too long. Who are some of these groups? I think the physically and the mentally disabled are an untouchable group. I think we all ought to do whatever we can, however we can. To help people who, through no fault of their own, need help. Children. Off limits. Obviously, our government doesn't feel the same. I have no idea. We're more than 85,000 migrant children who came alone. God knows what happened to them on their journey. We have no idea where they are. No clue. We have an ambivalent administration that doesn't give a rip. And that's disgusting. Kids should be off limits. Physically and mentally disabled should be off limits. The aged, our greatest generations. We should do whatever we can to honor those who are the oldest among us, to look out for them so that they don't die alone or needy or be displaced. Do you guys remember the story of the veteran, World War II veteran in his 90s, booted from his house? in an assisted living facility to make room for migrants? What are we doing? And our veterans, definitely a group we need to protect, we need to watch for. There's a reason why a staggering number of U.S. servicemen and women commit suicide every single day. And we are doing a woeful job of addressing their needs. 
This story, though, the VA's role in migrant medical care, draws scrutiny from advocates as border crisis intensifies. Concerned Veterans for America and lawmakers should be looking into this arrangement. What is this? A long-standing arrangement between the De- Department of Veterans Affairs and Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE, to process claims for migrant medical care is drawing scrutiny from veterans advocates who are concerned that it could affect the agency's mission of caring for veterans. You think? Amid an ongoing border crisis and existing complaints about the care delivered to veterans. I mean, ought not our veterans, that less than 1% of our population, that in times of peace and war volunteer because of a sense of duty, because of pride in this place, because of love, of, of everything that America represents to the world, should we not thank them by giving them the access to the greatest medical care known to man? I would think so. Uh, unfortunately, I appear to be in the minority here. Who runs the VA? Oh, that's right. Your federal government. How's that going? Well, let's call the Postal Service and see how it's going for them. Except it's one thing when it's your male. It's another thing when it's a veteran. When an illegal immigrant under ICE detention requires health care, they're typically treated on site by medical professionals. However, if a specialist or emergency care is required, we absorb that. They have to be transported to an independent private provider and in such cases lo and behold ice contracts with the va's financial services center to process reimbursements to those providers sounds like a lot of paperwork when you're opening up the doors to america to 10 million plus people in the last several years and growing i'm just gonna go with sounds like an awful lot of work well we'd be right According to a report from July, ICE has hundreds of letters of understanding in which ICE's Health Service Corps will reimburse providers at Medicare rates. That uses the VA's healthcare claims processing system, a portal that allows providers to submit and view claims and access other resources. This arrangement long predates the Biden administration, of course. It was outlined in a 2020 memo during the Trump administration and the VA has said it has this intra-agency agreement to provide all of this processing. So here's the rub. When you're processing all of these claims for the migrants, what aren't you doing? I'm going to go with tending to American veterans. Healthcare services, getting providers To serve the veterans' needs, taking a back seat. And now we understand some 161,000 claims for medical care and dental care have been processed through the VA on behalf of ICE for migrants. What's going on with our 
greatest generation? What's going on with our Iraq and Afghanistan heroes? What about Vietnam? Where are all these people? People who served in Desert Storm and Desert everything. Where, what about them? Well, they slipped through the cracks. And we found a video. In fact, it found me this morning. And I need to share it with you because I want you to consider how desperate a grown man has to be. How desperate to take his phone and turn it around on him and hit record and to sob to whomever is listening that he needs help. And he's not getting it at his VA. Now, the F words have been bleeped out. You can imagine this man has nowhere left to turn. And the last thing he's worried about is his language. Listen to this. <laughs> the last six years, dude, the VA has continued to let me down. I just want some continuity of care with mental health providers. These doctors keep quitting. They keep switching. And then the one doctor that I really liked who talked me off of ledge the last time uh, refused i had a split because they fell in a network and then they came back in a network so i went the last two years dealing with my own demons myself uh, and trying to hold it together and then come to find out it's it's like may, may it's like late may and he denied he denied taking my case back April 12th, and I'm just finding out, dude. And now I gotta go back to some new doctor. And then I gotta open Pandora's box again because we're gonna wanna know everything, and then I'm gonna have to live through working through that for a month. I just wanna, I just want some continuity of care, dude. I'm fucking so tired of it. I don't know. What do you say to that? Besides, we have failed you. The system has failed you. And no matter whose freaking fault it is, you have been failed, sir. What does he say? All I want is continuity of care. I have demons. Whatever his demons are. Now, if that's how this man feels, with his medical services through the VA, where do these people turn? We have VA and ICE processing migrant claims as American heroes. Slip through the cracks and we're baffled. What is it about suicide? Oh, I don't know. This is American madness doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that there's a problem. It takes somebody who's got a heart and a brain and isn't worried about a motto, some catchy jingle, some promotion, but actually gives a rip about other human beings. And that's not what we have in this country. And that is a freaking disgrace. So all these pants on fire Democrats and swamp creature rhino Republicans, ah, if Donald Trump gets back in, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be madness. It already is. Thanks to you. 
quick timeout. We're back right after this on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So we'll just review how we feel about this, right? We've got Merrick Garland saying, no, we don't have two systems of justice. There's not an us versus them. This is all for one and one for all. Kumbaya, let's grab hands, everybody, and break. That's not the story, Merrick Garland, you feckless, lying hack. We absolutely have a system of winners and losers, and damn it, I'm tired of being on the losing side because I speak the truth. Because I can't be browbeaten. Look at what we had to do here. We had to make our own radio network because we got fired so many times for saying the truth in the United States of America. If you can't tell the truth, ladies and gentlemen, you're in crazy town. America has gone absolutely freaking mad. But look at all the people who've emerged from the carnage of suck. All these people who've left the voices that have squelched them. For freedom. So that we can say what we want. Look, whistleblowers are the heroes of all heroes these days. You don't just dabble your toe in the water of blowing the whistle. You know that you're doing a polar plunge. All in. 100%. And you have to be willing to lose it all. Isn't that freaking scary? How about this? You guys remember the story last week? The U.S. Navy medical officer... He did that video. Oh, by the way, which was scrubbed on TikTok. Perfect. And he was saying, look, I've got data. I've got the DMED data. The Defense Medical Epidemiology Database data. It's unequivocal. It's from the Department of Defense. It shows pilots having really, really bad reactions to the jabs. I think we ought to talk about it, he says. Can you believe that? Yeah, I can. Because we've been talking about it for three freaking years. How about this headline? Gateway pundit DOD blocks U.S. Navy medical officers computer access after he exposed alarming surge in heart issues among pilots following COVID-19 vaccination. Look, we've gotten to the point We're the whistleblowers or the ultimate truth tellers. We're conspiracy theorists or the ones whose conspiracy theories are facts. This is insane. Oh, yeah? You want to talk about our data? Shazam. Where's my magic wand? Poof. You no longer have access to your computer. Suck it, says the Department of Defense. These weaklings... Lieutenant Ted Macy, an active duty officer in the Navy Medical Services Corps and a whistleblower, has been barred from accessing his work computer by the Department of Defense. You crybaby little prepubescent girls braiding each other's hair in the Department of Defense. Oh, he did what? Are you guys passing notes too? The action comes after the Gateway Pundit and others wrote about Lieutenant Macy's expose on the significant increase in heart-related issues among military pilots post-COVID-19 vaccination. I don't know. I'm going to go with, that's pretty freaking important. Hi, pilots flying around in multi-million dollar machines, which are missiles in the air. And what happens when one of them has like, and down goes the plane. I'm thinking we should probably have this conversation. 
That's just me. Lieutenant Macy also holds roles as a Navy health administrator and a medical recruiter brought attention to these concerns through a video. Echoing the initial alarms raised by his wife, who's running for Congress, blah, 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 in wherever Florida. My husband went back to the office, she said, posted the video that we showed, showed you last week, had to get up, use the restroom, goes to the bathroom, washes his hands, comes in, throws the, to- the tissue in the, to- in, the, in the basket, sits down at his computer to log back in. Bzzzt. I'm sorry. You no longer have access. How dare you tell the truth? Do you not know what we're trying to do here? Nobody's allowed to know what's going on. Lieutenant Macy is one of many whistleblowers who they've come for. We will take you down. Oh, really? Will you now? Because we're going to take you coming up in just a moment. After this next short commercial break, we're going to take you to New Zealand. Where the government there can't scramble fast enough to take a whistleblower to raid his home, raid his home, right? Arrest him and throw him in prison for doing exactly what Lieutenant Macy did for the Navy, except he did it for the entirety of New Zealand. And the numbers, by the way, that suggest there are bad batch numbers of Pfizer's vaccine, bad batches specifically related to deaths. Do you think you should know about that? I'm again going to say yes. Why are they so desperate to silence those whistleblowers and then to call people like myself conspiracy theorists? Hey, I'll take that like a badge of honor, friends. We'll take you there. Do not miss this story. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. You've got to love whistleblowers, whistleblowers. Remember, we're not supposed to retaliate against whistleblowers. There are rules about retaliating against whistleblowers. Our government has these rules. They swear to us, that's not what we're doing. That's not at all what's going on. When Matt Taibbi is testifying before Jim Jordan and the IRS is knocking on his door, that's not retaliation, really. When FBI agents step forward and they're like, you guys... You got to look into this FD-1023 because I heard the phone call and we got like 20 phone calls with Hunter and Joe Biden with the guy who owned Burisma before the Burisma guy gave him $5 million. You might want to look into that, right? Where did that guy go? Who knows? You have Stephen Friend in the FBI spoke up. That nice office he had all of a sudden got moved into the garage. And there's your new table. Good luck with that. No, we don't retaliate. Well, in New Zealand, whistleblowers are really fascinating because they have a conviction that I wish more people did have. And I wish I knew why fewer have them and should. Breaking news, New Zealand Health Ministry employee, New Zealand Health 
ministry, employee, and whistleblower's home. Raided. And he's arrested by the police for doing what? Exposing deaths linked to bad batches of COVID vaccine? Say what? That makes me uncomfortable. You? Well, you're just getting started. Here we go. A Ministry of Health employee turned whistleblower and another individual have been targeted by police raids. This was yesterday. The whistleblower's actions in exposing a connection between certain Pfizer vaccine batches and a series of deaths have led to a dramatic confrontation with law enforcement. The only reason there's law enforcement involved is because this dude is telling the truth. Shh. You're not allowed to talk about that. They thought they could silence you on Twitter. Banish them, said the government. We don't like their posts. Take them down. Put them in jail. Go to their house. Rough them up. Go in heavy with with the FBI. Knock on their door before the sun rises and freak everybody out. Send the message to the neighbors. You're next. I wouldn't do it if I were you. So this guy is responsible for me. This isn't just some dude. He didn't just stumble upon a laptop and be like, I wonder what this is. Huh, this is curious. This guy is responsible for managing New Zealand's COVID-19 vaccination database. He's the guy, right? He's come forward with alarming data regarding excess deaths that he claims are connected to specific batches of the Pfizer vaccine. Houston, ought we not know about this? Well, if you don't live in an abusive government, yeah. The individual known by the pseudonym Winston Smith expressed concerns over what he describes as the greatest evil that has been perpetuated on human beings. The greatest evil. Liz Gunn, the leader of the New Zealand Loyal Party, a former mainstream media journalist and lawyer. She's called a conspiracy theorist on left-wing publications, which is code for she dares to tell the truth. Interviewed Smith, who chose to risk his job and his personal safety to shed light on the statistical anomalies he encountered in his professional role. Now, before I tell you anything else, let's just let's bounce over to Twitter, to X, and... On the Vigilant Fox's thread, and I love this site, the statistician and whistleblower, and his real name is Barry Young. He's a 56-year-old dude, right? He's a regular guy. He's like, I've got a conscience. I stumbled upon something. It's alarming. I needed to dig into it. I dug into it. I double-checked myself. I triple-checked myself. You guys need to know this, right? Arrested by New Zealand authorities for exposing this data. He examined connections between specific COVID-19 vaccine batches and the corresponding mortality rate. What he found was alarming. How about this? Batch ID number one. These are Pfizer. And by the way, when you got your little vaccine card, it should tell you what your batch is. And that alone is scary right now, right? When I tell you this, batch number one, total vaccinated. This is in New Zealand. 711 got batch number one. 152 of them died. Wait, what? 
That's a 21.38%, 21.4% death rate. Batch number eight, 17.19% dead. Batch number three, total vaccinated, 310. Death count, 48, 15.5% dead. What? It goes on and on. Batch ID four, 364 vaccinated, 37 dead, 10%. On and on. Batch ID six. Batch ID 72. Batch ID 62. So he puts this information out there. You're not allowed to do that. Why would he be willing to put his life on the line? The interview with Liz Gunn, the journalist here, underscore, and it's hard to understand with his accent or else I would have provided the audio for you. The interview underscores the whistleblower's desire to be proven wrong. Like, come forward, help me out here, folks. This is what I'm seeing. I'm the one guy in charge of this data. I don't have 800 people or a CDC to back me up. I got me. And what I'm finding is terrifying. He's hoping that his analysis is merely an anomaly, yet he feels compelled to, to pursue the truth, regardless of personal risk or repercussions driven by the apparent severity and implications of the data. When asked what brought him to speak up and take such a risk, he said, I saw too much that I couldn't do nothing anymore. I saw too much it's every day on his program. You cannot stay silent once you see it. See something, say something. Unless, of course, the thing that you see is something evil perpetuated against you and your fellow people by a government that sucks. He continued, someone said that bad things happen when good people do nothing. And that was obvious during World War II when Germany went and killed millions of innocent people. We know that they're not all bad people. Germans are not all bad people. There were good people. They just followed orders. They were just told what to do and just went along with it. One of the reasons why this is happening now is that good people are not doing enough to stop it. Yes. Yes. That is it. This is happening because enough good people who know better aren't doing the right thing. Look, there is freedom that comes with, with that. This gentleman, Winston Smith, that's his pseudonym, we know his real name, is Barry Young. Everybody else knows it too, because he was arrested, his home was raided, he was thrown in prison in New Zealand, he was arraigned, and in the galley, or wherever they call it in New Zealand, where the public can come, because it's a public thing, he got a standing ovation! Why? People just want the truth. Just tell me the truth. You can't handle the truth, is what they think. Winston Smith played a key role in developing a project that established a vaccine payment system for providers known as the pay-per-dose system. Under this system, providers receive a payment each time a vaccination is administered. As part of his responsibilities, he analyzed the data and he noticed these inconsistencies. Quote, I was involved with building a project 
and helped with implementing a vaccine payment system for our providers. It's called a pay-per-dose system. So that means every time somebody gets vaccinated, they get a payment for it as a provider. And I helped build it. I implemented it. And I, and I was looking at the data, which is part of my job. I noticed some discrepancies with the, the dates of death. People, people dying within a week of being vaccinated, he said. And as soon as the system went live, we noticed that people were dying almost straight away after being injected. So that sort of prompted my curiosity a bit. And so I dug a, deep, a bit deeper, he said. And according to his analysis, there appears to be a disproportionate number of deaths following vaccination from particular vaccine batches, particularly in South Island. In New Zealand, for instance, one city in the South Island area with a total number of 837 vaccination sites reported a staggering 30 percent death rate among vaccinated figures that are significantly higher than the country's average mortality rates. Almost one in three people who were vaccinated at this very site are now dead, he said. A pharmacy in that area, another town on South Island, vaccinated 16 people with a 20% death rate. One in five is now dead. And the New Zealand government arrested him! And they raided his house. And the and whomever the, the schmuck leader of the medical system there was like, I have to dig it. And I'm going to find it for you so I can read it for you after this next break. It's preposterous. Because what they want to say is this guy violated something. He broke into the records. He unlawfully released, you know, private data. And as such, we're in, we don't think anybody's personal information has been compromised. It's all about your safety. We're going to kill you with this stuff that we know is awful. And we knew at the very beginning because we killed 1,223 people with it in phase one, right? We knew it and we pushed it out anyway. Emergency use. Let's go. And when the guy exposes it and says, hey, this is, this is my data. I double checked it. Anybody out there want to? Want to come on and, and talk to me about this? Like, what are we doing? He's the problem. Shh. Silence that man. Ladies and gentlemen, they cannot silence all of us. They cannot put all of us in jail. They cannot put you and everybody else on Facebook timeout because you violate their community standards. It's not physically possible. There are not enough law enforcement in the world to lock us all up and silence the freaking truth. The question becomes, when are you willing to speak out? Because you know what you see. You medical professionals, you know what you see. What are you doing? What's your excuse? I'll get this information for you. I got to get this guy's response because it will frost you. Don't go anywhere. I'll have it next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. All right. I got to read you this this story after Barry uh, Young. He is the guy. He's going by Winston Smith. He's the guy who's in charge of the data for New Zealand. And he goes through the data of the vaccine deaths, people who died, and he identifies several batches that seem to have worse effects than other vaccine batches of Pfizer's, right? So he gets raided by, the, by his government. He gets arrested. Home gets searched. Things are seized. He gets thrown in jail. 
And then he's accused of all these things, right? So here's your story. This is onenews.com. This is New Zealand's news. Man accused of vaccine data breach. Man, man, we've boiled him down to a man. He doesn't have this title. He's not the guy in charge of the data, right? He's just a man. And he's apparently breached the vaccine data. And so now he's in the clink and he's going to be arraigned on, on Tuesday or bailed out on Tuesday. Here we go. Barry Young is charged with accessing. This is how the left wing media reports everything. Charged with accessing a computer system for dishonest purposes. What's dishonest about what Barry Young did? Barry Young wasn't dishonest. Barry Young saw something and he said something. Remember that old campaign? See something, say something. Unless, of course, it's you seeing us being sucky, in which case you better close your mouth. He was arrested yesterday after the health ministry laid a complaint with police following the alleged, quote, unauthorized disclosure and misuse of data by one of its staff members. Misuse of data. So it's not misused. It's just an inconvenient truth that the government of New Zealand wants everybody to be quiet about. Oh, who was the uh, former leader of New Zealand? Anybody? That lunatic witch, Jacinda Ardern, right? Crazy, crazy town off the charts. It's alleged the data was published on an overseas website. Oh, we're adding intrigue to it. It sounds like some kind of a scheme. Tewatu Ora said the data, that's their health ministry, said the data appeared to be anonymized. It had been granted an injunction by the Employment Relations Authority preventing publication of the data. Well, it's already out there. Much to their chagrin. After appearing before Judge Andrew Nichols this morning, Young was ordered to reappear this afternoon so bail could be discussed. He was granted bail from 1 p.m. tomorrow. Extremely concerning, health minister responds. I bet you this stuff is extremely concerning to people who want to hurt us. In a statement, health minister Shane Reddy told One News, while the incident is a, quote, operational and staffing matter, the allegations are, quote, extremely concerning. It's not extremely concerning that he found a bunch of batch data that suggests that New Zealanders were dying in record freaking numbers. Don't let that get in the way. No, that's not what extre- is extremely concerning this dude went rogue and blew the whistle that's what's extremely concerning i have ne- i've made my expectations clear that this must be treated very seriously he said Reddy said he had been briefed on the matter by the organization and the senior leaders of it including over the weekend quote the security of health data is of utmost importance not telling you the truth about what's in your freaking vaccine Oh, but we got to make sure everybody's safe and secure. Oh, I've requested reassurance around the robustness of the health data protection services. Blah, blah, blah. Any suggestion that health data is being misused or misinterpreted on this scale is extremely concerning. He's not concerned. Then in one location that received the same badge, that 30% of the people died. I'm not concerned about that. No, this guy, no, that's where my concern is. There are many conspiracy theorists out there who unfortunately disseminate harmful disinformation. However, as minister, 
And as the physician here, the public can and should continue to have confidence in vaccines. How dare you? Many conspiracy theorists. You guys, when was the last time that you heard a conspiracy theory that turned out to be wrong? What exactly is a conspiracy theory? Because I'm going to say that the more I pay attention, conspiracy theories are inconvenient truths. Truths that certain people in certain branches of our government and the new liberal world order that we're all supposed to neatly live beneath don't want us to have, don't want us to know about. How dare this guy who's a muckety-muck in the New Zealand government, who himself is a physician, says these are conspiracy theories. He's worried about this gentleman's abuse of data and the dissemination of it. Not anything about what the data show. The data show something really gnarly is going on. And the data are proven in all sorts of other avenues, including here in the United States as well. Young adults who took four COVID vaccines are 256% more likely to die, especially from turbo cancers. This isn't some fly-by-night operation reporting it. It's naturalnews.com. Do you know the medical and science people in this site? The Office for National Statistics, the official reporting department for the UK, quietly published a data set that shows appalling mortality rates in young adults who took four coronavirus vaccines. It's your data. It's your numbers. And they come after anybody who dares to speak the truth. You can't cover up forever, y'all. You can't lie forever. January 6th high school musical can't live forever. All the narratives about lack of this and that can't continue forever. It's not a crisis at the board. It can't continue forever. The statute of limitations is nearing its close. And we are coming for you. Facts. And they know it. Well, it's official. The value of higher education, particularly in the Ivies, I'm going to go with is zero. Why? Why would I say that? (laughs) Hang tight. You'll say it too after you hear what I got to drop next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network.